Hey, and welcome to Dictator for a Day. The podcast where we'd never propose having an actual dictator. I am Dennis Dean, and I am not a dictator for a day. It's more like imagining what you'd do if you won the lottery. What would you do if you were, in fact, dictator for a day? Today's episode is about pet peeves and life's little annoyances. Or as we like to say around here, hey, life is rough. Get a helmet. One thing I wanted to mention off the top here, when you're listening to this podcast on Substack, you can scroll down and comment. So throw something into the comment section if you get a chance. For this episode, if you've got a pet peeve or something that really annoys you, we'd like to hear about that too. And we'll try to use it in a future podcast. So as we mentioned, today's episode is about pet peeves and life's little annoyances. Right? Right, boss. Hey, Sounder. Hey, boss. And there it is. Annoyance number one, don't call me boss. That's my first little annoyance. Me, boss? No, Sounder, not you. Just the fact that you keep calling me boss. Oh, sorry, boss. Yeah. Surely, I don't have to put on my dictator for a day hat and issue an edict for you to stop calling me boss. No, boss. Just don't call me Shirley. Hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, deal. On with the podcast. Continuing on to pet peeves and petty annoyances. Annoyance number two. Furniture tax. So my original pet peeve goes all the way back to childhood. As soon as I could read, I remember reading, Do not remove under penalty of law. Now this is traumatizing to a child. At least it was to me. Not real trauma, mind you, just unsettling. If my mom removed the tag, would the tag police burst through the door? Freeze! This is the police! Don't move! And arrest her. My mom assured me this was not the case. Still... My suspicions of authority and government remained, and to this day, I think twice about removing any such tags. Except now they say you can remove them if you're the owner. Well, nice of them to tell us what we can do with our own property. Anyway, furniture tags? Banned by dictator for a day. Annoyance number three. Online forms. Pop-up variety. Anyone who's ever spent more than 30 seconds online knows this one. You visit a website, and the first thing that happens, within a nanosecond of your arrival, a pop-up screen. Asking for your name and email address. How do you think that would work out in a retail store? I mean, you know, like a real brick-and-mortar place? Funny you should ask. Name and email. What? Uh, name and email. Pardon? Name and email. Uh, name and email. I'm just here to look around. I just wanted to look. Name and email. Um, so why do you keep name and email. moving in front of me? I'm name and email. Just trying to see around name you, and email. see what's here. Name and email. I'm really not all that name and email. interested. Sheesh. So, I found the product somewhere else. It's just email, boss. Yeah, it's a principle of a thing. Do you have to give them your email? Well, uh... I'll take that as a yes. Yeah. Online forms. Pop-up variety. Banned by dictator for a day. Annoyance number four. Class action lawsuits. What's wrong with those? Well, I'll tell you. The only reason we have class action lawsuits is to line the pockets of the lawyers who file them. But don't they help thousands of people who, you know, might have been wronged by the company that's being sued? Well, that's what the trial lawyers who file them will tell you. But here's what I see. I take part in a class action lawsuit. The attorneys who are suing on my behalf, of course, get a favorable verdict or settle out of court. The attorneys get the money. I end up with a coupon for 20% off my next purchase with the same rotten company I just sued. So where's the justice in that? Yeah, I guess you got a point there. Of course I do. 
class action lawsuits banned by dictator for a day. Annoyance number five. Automatic spelling. Also known as autocorrect, sometimes known as autospell. Mostly known as, hey, what do you think you're doing? I'm typing here. I needed this on my typewriter when I was in high school in Mabel Danker's English rhetoric class, where you could just as easily get hit in the head with a five-pound book on proper etiquette Ow. if you didn't use it, as you could a dictionary or a textbook on rhetoric. But uh, I digress. Today, I don't need auto-spelling on my cell phone, especially when I'm trying to text. I get one or two letters in, and the damn thing thinks it knows what I want to say, and it spells it out for me. Wait! Nine times out of ten, it's not what I wanted to say at all. It's the wrong word or two or three. And I've got to type through the mistaken verbiage to get back to the point I was at when I was so rudely interrupted. You ever try to move the cursor forward through a sentence on a cell phone? No, boss, you can't do that. Doggone right you can't do that. Except, oh, wait a minute. That's because there are no forward or backspacing cursor controls. So I'm left to try and insert maybe a fingernail between two letters and hope the cursor lands where I need it. Autospell may have been created to save me time. It's actually wasting my time. Sounds like a government intervention to me, boss. Mm, does, doesn't it? I have a friend who dictates his text messages and emails, and that's even worse. They read like this. Hey, Dennis, just wanted to say, Rupnancy Hoffman's investor. Don't forget about voice was fixes to Jefferson. It's really important. So, as dictator for a day, I would ban auto Banned by dictator for a day. Annoyance number six. Phone menus. The circular tree. Not one telephone menu ever created is worth the power it would take to blow it to hell. First, companies buy into these insane services because they don't want to talk to people, even though those people are often their customers. Where's the sense in that? Well, there is none. Thank you. Second, and you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. It takes forever to listen to the menu. Please listen closely as our menu has changed. It's just a ruse to get you to listen to the menu, which has never changed. Even more maddening is when the menu becomes a tree with endless branches that branch out over and over and over again. You go down a rabbit hole that never, ever connects you with the department you need, but it will hang up on you after you've squandered several precious minutes of your life trying to get to somebody who can actually speak to you in reasonably articulate English. So if I was dictator for a day, yep, I would ban phone menus. Banned by dictator for a day. Annoyance number seven. Shopping from the checkout line. You really have to wonder about shoppers who get into the checkout line, get to the checkout counter, and then start the rest of their shopping. It's like... They suddenly had a gestalt revelation and remembered the dog biscuits they'd promised Fido. I mean, they had the whole trip over here to think about what they needed to buy. They could have written it down on something we call a list. So suddenly they think of it and it's off they go. I'll be right back. Or they don't even say that. They inevitably do come back and discover they've got the wrong item. Oh, wait, I, I think I picked up the wrong item. Hey, hang on. Or there's no price tag on it. Sorry, sir, there's no price tag on this. Or the barcode isn't coming up in the register, so now the checkout person has to leave. I'll have to find a manager about this. And find a store manager to look up the price somewhere. Meanwhile, there's another 27 people in line behind me. Oh, I'm really sorry. Why do people do this? No clue. No clue at all. My advice? Don't get behind me in the checkout line, and if you do, for heaven's sakes, don't have any perishables. 
Shopping from the checkout line. Banned by dictator for a day. Annoyance number eight. Kamala Harris's cackle. Kamala Harris's cackle. It's no longer a laugh. It's a verbal crutch. When she's uncertain of something, which is pretty often, she laughs. And I guess out of nervousness, it turns into a cackle. Here's a whole montage that showed up on Fox News one night. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and say, we're not paying them nearly enough. <laughs> You're considered the most liberal United States senator. I, I Somebody said that, and it actually was Mike Pence on the debate stage. But and guess what? The Kamala Harris cackle is now banned by dictator for a day. That's a good idea, boss. Yeah. And something else? The nation is forever grateful. But listen, we got to go. For more of these podcasts and our written column, please subscribe to dictatorforaday.substack.com. That's dictatorforaday.substack.com. And tell your friends. Tip, the podcasts are more fun. I am Dennis Dean, and I am not a dictator for a day. Hmm, where'd my field cap and cigar go? Dictator for a Day is sponsored in part by StoryVisionVideo.com. Copyright 2022, Dennis W. Dean. That's me. All rights, but please feel free to spread the word. And thanks for listening. We're a little early, folks. So good night. Good night.